Welcome to St. Nicholas. My name is Father Tom Picton. I'm a Redemptorist. I come from downtown Seattle, Saint, uh, Sacred Heart of Jesus Church, uh, the Seattle Storm and the Seattle Kraken are my neighbors. <laughs> but it's very good to escape the city and come to Gig Harbor. Well, I guess uh, Jesus could have been in Gig Harbor. And he just walked out his house. There was a crowd around who wanted to hear what he had to say. And the crowd got bigger and bigger, so he just got into a boat, went offshore a little bit, and the boat became his pulpit. And he told this wonderful parable about the sower. Have you ever uh, imagined that you may have or ever tried speaking in parables? Ever tried to write a parable? Do you have any desire to even understand a parable? In the traditional sense, a parable is simply a story with a storyline with a deeper meaning uh, that stirs the curiosity of the listener to want to know more. Parables seek to arrest us, to, rest, to arrest our attention as listeners, to show another perspective, to get into another perspective of the world, to call into question the status quo, what we take for granted. They often convey news that audiences would, well, maybe not rather hear, but when they do so, they might hear it, perhaps even with a smile. Parables that Jesus told delighted, just delighted his followers. There are 40 parables in the Gospels, and they are stories that Jesus and other Jewish teachers like him often repeated, repeated, and they left an imprint in the hearts and the memories of their disciples, of their listeners. And so how is it that we should understand these parables? How do we get their message? You know, we've had almost 2,000 years of listening to these 40 stories. And there's been kind of a Christian overlay. Lately, I've been trying to listen to the parables from the Jewish point of view. Jesus was a Jew. Jesus would not have recognized what we're doing today in his time. That came later in the development of the church. So I try to listen to the perspective of a listener, a Jewish listener, who's listening to a Jewish teacher tell these stories. And so Jesus tells today his first parable story, and it's the story of the sower who went out to sow. The sower is Jesus. His parables are an invitation to understand life, to understand the life that he lived as a human being in Galilee, in Israel, to understand just the way that he understood the life that he lived from his point of view, from his vision for the world. So how is it that we listen to these parables? How is it that we 
identify with the mind and the vision of Jesus, uh, how do we, will we understand these parables? What Jesus sows is the kingdom of God. The message that he is talking about has to do with a vision about the kingdom of God. Every parable is an invitation to pass from an old, conventional worldview that is hardly human to a new worldview, full of life, more human, more compassionate, just, and peacefully seeking the well-being of all humanity and on all of God's creation, just as God wants it. If we do not work for a more human world, how will we ever understand the parables? And today's parable, the sower scatters the seed, just scatters it. What farmer just goes out and scatters the seed? Doesn't, would not a farmer pay more attention to the soil and to plant that seed in a way that the, that the soil will receive it and that the plant, whatever is being planted, will grow? But the, this sower just go at us and just scatters it in the wind, allowing it to fall on all kinds of soil, rocky soil and thorny soil and good soil. The parable implies that perhaps we are a patchwork of soil. We more or less bear fruit at different times. I don't know about you, but this parable really applies to me. You know, there are some days I'm very receptive to God's word. You know, on good days, when I'm able to be more conscious and attentive. And then I'm able to act on it. But oh, there are other days, oh yes, they do come, when the Word of God just gets choked. It's choked by pressing concerns and anxieties and stress and distractions, countless temptations, overscheduled lives. Oh my gosh, our overscheduled lives. Do you have enough time in the day to do everything? You probably don't even have enough time in the day to do what you plan to do even today. Some days we just don't understand the Word. I looked at the Word, and it's not getting through. And other days we receive it joyfully, but nothing really sticks. It just goes one ear out the other. The sower sows where he wills where he wills. And that is the point that Jesus is trying to make. Even though the soil, and by implication, our rep rep receptivity is important, it is God who gives the growth. God scatters God's grace where God's will. On the good, yes, God scatters God's grace on the good and the bad, and the indifferent. God's grace is abundant. It does not discriminate. 
If we are ready and willing, it is God's grace that gives the growth. God spreads God's love with reckless, reckless abandon. It is God who opens his heart. It's God who opens his heart, God's heart, uh, to everything, excluding no one. It's God who spreads God's love everywhere, abundantly, hoping that just someone, someone out there, in thorns, on rocky ground, good soul, somebody out there will listen. God has the power, even when the, when the seed falls on the thorns and on the rocky ground, God still has the power to bring growth. To bring growth. Gives us a little hope, doesn't it? God spreads the seed of God's word, and we are free. We are free to allow the seed to take root in our lives and act on it, but we're also free to remain resistant, resistant to another point of view. It is God's grace that enables us to be good soil that produces abundant fruit. We provide the soil, thorny, shallow, rocky, may be good. It's God who produces the abundant fruit. Jesus sows his message in the heart, in our hearts. That is, in the inner depths of our person, in the inner depths of each one of us. And that is where true conversion takes place in the heart. It is not enough to hear the parables. It's not enough just to hear the words. If our hearts are not open, and we do not try to open them, even at times when they're thorny and rocky and barren, we will never experience the power of God to transform us. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the grace of the Holy Spirit be upon us as we remember that God's grace is forever, forever offered. It's never withdrawn, waiting for us, waiting for us to freely choose to receive God's word and to act upon it to produce abundant fruit for the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, to welcome God, bringing forth life, life within us, around us, beyond us, beyond anything we can imagine. There we find the glory of God.